0: Apparently, I've been up to nothing, like nothing.
1: The show has some degree of drama and intensity, and for most of the season... Yeah.
0: Port of Beans.
1: Why wouldn't they tell us all forms of funny stories like snakes swallowed money, and rats became a, a, an army of giants and invaded asteroids? Anyway, enough said. I want to hear your own experience. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Port of Beans podcast. My name is Afro Wendy, and I'm excited to have you here today. Hello welcome to another exciting episode of the pot of beans podcast my name is afro wendy and i am really excited to have you today today i have a very special guest how have you been it's been a while and i've missed you so so much
0: I've, I've, I've missed you, I've missed you too And um, good evening And I am, you know, I'm, I'm one of the biggest fans of your podcast I don't know if I've told you And I I followed, the, the last episode I followed was just fun I think it was, um, um you did one with the guy about relationship um, anxiety And I just enjoyed it and, So I'm just a huge fan And so it's an honour and a privilege to be here
1: thank you guys guys the voice you just heard is that of emmanuel emmanuel is a very special guest for today emmanuel is a singer and a writer so he's an all round artist can you feel that Um, (laughs) welcome to the show
0: thank you thank you and thank you for using the word artist because you know normally when people say artist I'm always like you know I'm terrified when we're talking about artists we're talking about like like, the huge guys and you know so for using artist thank you it makes me feel uh, special
1: oh no you deserve (laughs) it you deserve it you know what I think at the end of this show you are going to sing for us what do you say oh
0: god oh I'm shy but oh no
1: <laughs> oh, no, don't, don't be shy, that's your sweet voice, we must hear it. You must tell them the stuff you are made of, you must show them.
0: Oh, Alright, no problem, I'll try.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, okay, thank you, I'm already looking forward to it. Okay, so um, let's go right to why we are here today. So we are discussing why Nigerians hate feminists, right, or feminism in general. It's a topic that is sure to ruffle some feathers, but, you know, we move. <laughs> um okay so first question i'm going to ask you emmanuel is um how do you feel about feminists
0: how do i feel about feminists Mm. I am, yes. I'm a feminist myself. I I like to think of myself as a feminist, and I think feminists for a feminist for me is just anybody who believes in in true equality, in true justice, in somebody who just looks at the society and is just angry at the way that gender determines our experiences instead of our like you know our individual self, our individual qualities, but that people look at you and because mm-hmm. of your gender they assume certain stuff about you, and you are supposed to kind of yeah. just um follow the script instead of be yourself and so i think fem- a feminist is just somebody who identifies that there is that problem in society and that it needs to be changed so it's as simple as that
1: yes yes okay so um wh- what comes to your mind when somebody just pops up to you and be like oh i'm a feminist
0: um i'm thinking um well that's that's good but at the same time i'm thinking I, I hope this person understands um mm. and not to sound as if i have the true understanding of what feminism is but i hope this, because many people yeah. are quick to claim the tag feminist these days but but for me i think many people don't understand that um feminism is just this long process of unlearning so it's not that you become a feminist mm. and that you're, you're no longer the problem but that you become a feminist yeah. and you also you also recognize that you you never get to that point where you stop learning yourself where yes. it's about questioning, you know, your your yourself as well, and what are you doing wrong? How are you contributing to this system of um, oppression? Like yes. most people like to say, and and so yeah. that's what I'm thinking. I just so I'm thinking, wow, that's wonderful. But I'm also thinking, I hope this person knows that you know, being a feminist doesn't mean that somehow you are kind of, you know, you get to tell people what to do and then you are free yourself. Because there are, there are so many feminists that are just you know, th- they're just kind of. I don't know if I can use the word, they're quite arrogant because they think that, you know, my job is to preach to other people about, you know, what they are doing wrong and not question what I'm doing wrong. Them because you can't be born into this system. I tell you, you can't be born into this system and not really have some, you know, bias. Especially when it comes to gender. Especially, yes. you know, if, and and then to examine your position. Especially when you're a man, because there are so many men in this, you know, country that that will tell you, well, I'm feminist. I'm not the problem. It's my fellow men. In Nigeria, we teach men, not just in Nigeria and the world at large, but mostly in Nigeria, we teach men that they have a kind of entitlement over women. So it's mm-hmm. about saying you're a feminist, it's about unlearning that. It's about, you know, understanding that it's a gradual process, that you don't have it figured out, but that you're willing to figure it out. I think that's, you know, and so I'm hoping that when I, when somebody tells me, you know, the, he or she is a feminist, I'm hoping that they really understand that. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Thank you for very much for that. I like your definition of a feminist being someone that is in the learning process because definitely not all feminists have it all figured out and there are uh, several types yeah. of feminism out there yeah, so exactly. somebody might say oh I'm a feminist and okay do you really understand what feminism is What okay what kind of feminist yeah. are you are you a cultural feminist are you a radical feminist or what, what, what kind are you yeah but some people say okay they don't want to be put in a box they just want mm. to believe in uh, equality and so, yeah. do you actually believe? Do you actually believe that people can just believe in equality and not be feminists? Be, believe in gender equality
0: and not be feminists um you know the thing about you know why people say that i think why people run away from tags is because in many ways yes it's true and i'm the kind of person that hates tags as well i just hate being you know put into a box and being labeled this or that because it often limits you you know and then it also gives people this impression that you kind of have it all figured out especially when they say feminist Mm -hmm. so i think why most people run away from tags at the same time is because i think for a very long time i think until recently until people like uh, Chimamanda are making feminism a little bit cool i i just Mm -hmm. think that for so long feminists have been this angry you know this group of angry women who you know just hate men and want to tear down the society and so many people are like no we need to save society from feminists And that kind of thing. So I think people still have that understanding. And that's why they run away from that tag. So I don't think it's possible for... Because I think at the end of the day, if you really understand feminism for what it is, which is, at the same time, that same equality. Mm -hmm. I don't know why people should run away from the tag. But I think it's just because of the stereotypes and, you know, the negative things attached to it. I think that's the problem.
1: Uh, Okay. But do you really think, though, that um, people or women in the past have been, like, hateful towards men... Uh, it's one thing to be angry at a system of gender inequality, mm. and it's another thing to be tagged angry for that. Mm. Because I don't think anybody has effected change by just being calm and collected about a yeah. phenomenon. Yeah. So if yeah. Yeah. If you want to actually influence change, you have to be angry at the system. You can't say, "Oh, exactly. I'm fighting racism," and then you are you are just relaxed and you know you are not angry about the inequality that is happening. So I think the same goes for um, uh, feminists or feminism, so to say. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Thank you for for your for your insight on that. Um, I, I also want to ask. I feel that Nigerians kind of hate feminists. No, not kind of. They say it overtly. I think I've seen. Uh, when you go to Twitter, you see, you see it. They say someone just <laughs> wake up in the morning and say, ah, his his problem or her problem is feminist, and be like, I hate <laughs> feminists. You know, like okay so why do you think nigerians hate feminists though like what what is the problem what has feminists or feminists in nigeria done wrong to warrant that sort of hate or is it maybe a hate for you know general feminists all around the world they just hate feminists not just nigerian or twitter feminists they just hate feminists or Uh, feminism in general
0: uh, i think because the truth is let's be very honest most people don't in nigeria don't even know what feminism is about so most mm. people most people don't know feminism for themselves and so because of that I think people just make up their minds because of the stereotypes they have, they have not really engaged with this subject, understand so it's like a feminist yes. somebody just says feminism is about women trying to non-compete with men uh, or, or trying to you know, outman the man, if that makes any sense so I, I just think that, yeah. that that's the idea that, you know, Nigerians have when it comes to feminism. But it's also about recognizing that every time that something challenges a system, that it's, about, it's bound to get um, pushed back from the people you know, who have been enjoying that system. You understand? Those, because every system benefits a specific group of people. And so those people are going to feel like, oh, I'm being threatened. I'm going to, you know, be robbed of this. So, I'm you know, have to defend myself. And I think that's the thing about Nigeria. So many Nigerians think that, you know, when all the women become feminist, feminists you know uh, women wouldn't want to marry again or cook for their husbands or you know those kind of ideas so i think that yeah that's really the problem and then for so long this is the way things have been done and then somebody is saying no women should have more rights women should have more you know more say it's also very important to understand that change is just very hard to, especially when people are pushing for change in a in a very critical uh, societal problem. Yeah, people are bound to push back. Even in um, even in America, even in America today, we still have people who are pushing back against feminism. And and, and America is supposed to be like a very just system and and a, yeah. a, a advanced society. Yeah. But the but the thing is, uh, the problem mostly for me is just that idea that people don't understand what feminism is, and so they're bound to like react because they think that feminism is about you know women against men and i that's not what i think feminism Mm -hmm. is i think feminism is about men and women as well you understand but Mm -hmm. but, i don't Mm -hmm. think people see it that way and i think that's the problem i think the problem is like lack of a middle ground and then communication because i don't think you know people on the other side who hate feminists are really hearing what feminists are saying because they don't want to hear i think (laughs) because i I think that when they thank you yeah so so i think that when they really like calm down and listen to what these people are saying they you know they'll realize well yeah well, i had a friend who just hated mm. feminists right and mm. so I, I asked this guy why do you hate f- do you know what feminism is about and he doesn't know so i played this video of um um we should all be feminists by by chima yeah. and and the next thing the guy is like hmm, this actually makes sense so, so he has oh never, wow he has never <laughs> engaged with that you mm. know with the con he doesn't even know what the conversation is about he just knows that he it's, you know, femin- because of what he has heard um, mm-hmm. or, um, from somebody or because of the stereotype. So I think that's the problem with Nigeria most because people are not really listening um, yeah. to what feminism uh, what, what feminists are saying. I think that's the problem mostly, yeah.
1: Yeah, I like what you said about people are not listening because they don't want to listen. Because it's not like yeah, yeah. people are just saying stuff. They just don't want to listen. There are a lot of materials out there. In fact, people are having the conversations wow. every day but They don't just want to listen. I I think
0: um, it's it's very important to also remember that there are many Nigerians who think um, that feminism is a Western idea. So mm-hmm. for Nigerians, when you say you're a feminist, they say, ah, this one uh, has been corrupted by Western ideology. This one, he have lost his will. And, and I think that's, that's the problem. I, I don't think feminism belongs to anybody in, mm-hmm. in particular. I don't think it belongs to the West. I think feminism is about what you make of it. It's, so it's mm-hmm. about you take it and then you define it for yourself. And so I think Nigerians just started with that idea that, you know, this thing, we need to protect our culture. And I think that there's a hypocrisy in that as well because you're telling me we need to protect ourselves some western influence but at the same time we are using you know technologies that are made from the west we are using we are using our handsets we are using we are wearing you know suits and i'm thinking you know if you want to really really be african authentically african we might as well go back to tying rapper
1: mm. so
0: there's a hypocrisy in that as well yeah you know so it's, it's something we need to stop and ask ourselves so most people don't want to listen and most people don't want to engage you just want to silence you and you know close the conversation
1: like you don't get it you don't understand it but you just hate it because yeah, I don't know. Maybe the sound of it, or you know, the the I, the idea in your mind that okay, this thing is going to destroy us. I, I, and I know people are about to change, right? I know it's a normal thing when it comes to um, uh, you, you know changing processes or maybe introducing new things. People are about to change, but I, I just feel that for for feminism, it's it's been I don't know, like it, it's been. A, a, a hate that is that is very strong, that when they when they speak about it, you you can feel the passion you know mm. you can feel them you can feel the hate from from their words
0: <laughs> i understand what you're saying yeah
1: yeah so and i feel that oh maybe some some of them say oh feminists are angry they are men haters but that is not mm. true though yeah, I, feel, yeah. I, I feel they don't hate men they just hate the mm. idea of patriarchy right yeah. the idea of, yeah, yeah. of another gender having a higher stake in mm. society and yes, yes. the other gender i think that is that is just what it is and you can't really change a system on un- unless you are angry with it yeah so yes feminists are angry yeah fem- feminists are angry at the system not at men you know i think that's a difference but if you as a man will say oh okay you know what i'm standing for this mm-hmm. this is me i am i am the odeshi of patraki <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> so the, then the attack might be on you because you are serving or standing on behalf of a system mm. and uh, yeah it's not like they are hating you personally for you mm. being a man yeah just for what you stand for and i don't think uh, feminists actually hate men they just they just they just say things that upset
0: men i, I mean sir it you does, know it doesn't even make sense say they hate men i mean when do you have brothers right yes and you love them i do oh, so 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 that it negates the whole idea that feminists are man-hating right because you have brothers you have fathers that you love you're just angry at the system of oppression so so yeah. it doesn't even make sense
1: mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense that they'll say something like this that oh okay feminists hate men so and so they deserve all the hate they get from <laughs> you know the patriarchy the patriarchy fc <laughs> anyway um so I, I want to I want to talk about the idea of real feminism and the ones Nigerian women practice, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I know I know that a lot of men say this, like they say Nigerian women are not practicing the real feminism. Mm. <laughs> so mm. it, it gets me like, oh wow! So you actually know what the real feminism <laughs> is. <laughs> like it bugs me. It bugs me because nobody knows what an ideal feminist should be like than the men that are not feminists. <laughs> the ones that carry the patatki on their head, they know a lot about ideal feminism. A lot. So when you when when the news breaks out, oh about oh okay, um in Saudi Arabia, women are allowed to mm. drive cars. They'll be like, see, this is what Nigerian feminists yeah. should be fighting for right so i I don't know it it just bugs me like wow you just know a whole (laughs) lot and you're not even a feminist so why would you why would you tell us why would you tell us what to do so in your own opinion what is ideal feminism and then what is it Uh, that nigerian women are not doing right
0: I, i need to even ask these people that are saying ideal feminism because me i don't know i need to like ask them so that they can educate me because you know, like I said in the beginning, it's a it's a mm-hmm. long process of learning. So I want to even learn from them what this ideal feminism is. Because I think yeah. there's a way, you know, we we there is this idea that um I, and I I I don't know, I like to call it a colonial mindset where we think that, you know, somehow whatever we do in this country is not worth it, that you know, whatever they do outside. You know whatever is done you know that westerners are kind of the standard for mm-hmm. for feminism so i've had friends who will say things like you know nigerian women all these things they are fighting over who cooks the food and who doesn't mm-hmm. cook the food that is not real feminism real feminism is about changing the laws and change and i'm like but but before we change laws we need to change mindsets right we need to begin to change how are people looking at this thing you know and this is yeah. a, a, a huge long mindset and the people who make laws are people with these mindsets right so if if we still have this mindset that somehow you know because there are some people who still think that a woman's place is in the kitchen, right? There are some male feminists who like to tell the female uh, tell the female feminists how the how feminism should be, and I want to tell them, guys, chill, chill first because you know. It's, it's very important to understand that why we can, you know, we, we, we need to support women, we need to, you know, speak out against this system, we need to, you know, join in the fight, men but I think it's also very important to understand mm-hmm. that we have not, you know, no matter how mm-hmm. much you support and you are passionate about this, you know, women are the one who experience, you know, sexism women are the one who, you know, when you get to the to the um, the top of an organization, you, you know, people are looking at you like you haven't ended it or that you have fucked your way up to that place, right? And, and, and so it's very important that you listen and that we stop at the mm-hmm.
1: point of listening to mm-hmm.
0: why are women saying what they are saying. Why are female feminists saying what they are saying? Because this is their, you know, feminism is a movement that started with women saying enough is enough. So it's very important to also acknowledge that. And so for the, all these people that yes. seen, you know you know, female feminists should be fighting over who, shouldn't be fighting over who cooks and who doesn't. But I tell them this has been used to cage women for a long time. You're, you know, we are used to telling women, no matter what you do, your, your education will end in the kitchen, you know. And and so this is what women are like fighting for, and I and I think mm. that you know all these people that so like you said, what is the ideal feminism and what is not? I need these people to teach me too because I don't think I don't think I know what the ideal for me. I'm still looking for the <laughs>
1: ideal feminism. That's, that's... Right, right, and I'm I'm glad you brought up this issue of cooking because I, I feel I feel that a lot of times,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: people don't see the symbolism in things like this. They don't see it as is it not just this but the the truth the truth of the matter is little things are very symbolic like you you feeling like okay a woman's place should be only in the kitchen you you know it symbolizes that you know what first of all you are you are you are dictating to her what her life should be like that's one Mm. and second of all you are limiting her options for her she cannot live the full life that she wants to live you know you are telling her you this is this is all you are made for and that is not right that is not right it's not right for anybody at all so if if we are fighting for equal rights if you don't get to be in the kitchen i should not get to be in the kitchen because i am human as you so what what, what is the difference mm. now nobody was biologically created to cook no one was born with a spoon in their hand you know or, or a pot in their head yeah Like, nobody was born with that. Mm. It's all trainings, right? And that is what we are trying to demolish. What we are trying to say, this is socialization, right? So if women are socialized to cook, men should also be socialized to cook. It's a life skill, for crying out loud. A very essential one. Because see I don't know I don't know a lot of times a lot of times men misconstrue this thing and be like hey how can I like you even saying how can I enter the kitchen you are already saying that cooking is a demeaning uh, label so like you know it it's, it just boils down to the power play it, they're, they're just, yeah. it's like there are just it's it's symbolism everything is symbolic right so it's not just about surface feel it's about oh okay what does this symbolize and how is this yeah. used to put women down yeah so um okay I, I just i just want to ask you this do you think that one of the reasons why nigerian men are averse or nigerians mm. in general not even nigerian men i don't know why I'm, i keep saying nigerian men do you think one of the reasons they are averse to feminism is because of religion do you think religion plays a role mm. in in they yeah, are rejecting and, 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 um, answer, this ideology
0: like you said nigerians in general because it's very important to understand because you often say nigerian men but it's very important to understand that women are also not all women are feminists right Exactly. So there are women who are also. Who
1: yeah, also play yeah, yeah this, definitely. You know, um,
0: oppression, who also play a part in the way that the system is, because they feel like the system is okay we which is we yeah which is very important let's um, and i also like the way you linked it with religion because i think that's majorly the reason so there are many women who can't challenge the system because they you know they will tell you things like my bible told me so and you know and and, and so we have people in the north who, would, who mm. would, would sit down and not say anything because you know they feel like they will go against the quran or something so religion plays a very important role in our lives in this country you know i don't know if there's anybody that's not religious in this country they should be about in the 10% or you know some so religion really matters and 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 it's very important right we also talk about feminism we also examine religion and what religion does to people and in as much as i i respect people for their beliefs it doesn't matter what you believe in as long as you're not hurting another human being you know it's worth respecting but but for me personally it's also very important um i've forgotten who said that an unexamined life is not worth living so it's very important to like stop and really question um and ask yourself, you know, why why does religion seem to always, you know, benefit men um, in general? So, uh, so I read the Bible, all, uh, mm. all, uh, you know, whenever I read the Bible, it, it's very hard to, you know, to come at, across, you know, female protagonists or female, you know, central characters, right? And it, and it's very important to also read with context. Mm-hmm, That's what mm-hmm. I like to tell people. I, I tell them, as much as you read the Bible, it's very important that you read and have a kind of context. I remember once we had, um, we're having this conversation on WhatsApp and I told do do you something Nisaiah. I think you told me um, that um, it's very important for for people to read the Bible and realize that it was written at a specific time right and that it's very important it doesn't even make sense Mm -hmm, to say mm -hmm. that and I understand that you know the Bible is inspired by the Holy Spirit but the Bible is not written by the Holy Spirit it did not sit down to write it inspired it and that it's also very important to understand that people's surroundings also inspire Mm -hmm. what you write you know so the society you are born in determines your, your perceptions your beliefs how you you know how you see things so it's very important for people to read the bible and realize it was written at a specific time right and, and and so in many ways also it's very important for example like when people use the bible to diminish this feminist argument i like to tell them well um um there is something that um i i, I forgot who said i think it was Chimamanda that I said this or somebody that she was having um one in one of her shows she said something like you guys, yeah when when men tell you this it's very important to also tell them I said, not men when people try to diminish your argument and tell you the bible you know so remember remember to tell them also that you know when Jesus rose from the dead (laughs) that the first person he gave the central message was a woman Mm -hmm. Mary Mandalay (laughs) right so, it's, and, and, yeah. I, I was thinking, I was watching this mm-hmm. series, The Great. I don't know if you've seen it. You should see it when I know this is not part of the conversation, but you should really see it. And I know you love series. So, I'm kind of just recommending it to you. <laughs> I, right would de-
1: right. I would definitely and, check um, it out. So, yeah.
0: so, I was watching the one of the episodes. Um, the woman said something. A man was trying to diminish this woman, Catherine the Great of Russia. And so she said something. Well, um, God made a woman after a man. In other words, a woman is a progression. Mm so you understand so and and that's how we Mm, work right when you make science you know your first model is not always perfect the Mm -hmm. second one is always better so it's also very important that you know the people can read the bible and justify so yeah so if if faith matters to you that's true I don't think feminism and faith has to be mutually exclusive you can as you can be you know a feminist and at the same time practice your religion but at the same time you need to read the bible as well and realize that you know pick pick the feminist parts of the bible you understand there there were great leaders like deborah you know so so there were people you can as well also look at the fact that jesus also had female disciples right he he didn't discriminate right can you can read the bible and just you know read with context and then also in many ways i i'm I'm talking of the bible though because that's what i know i grew up in the church and so you know that's the that's the system i'm very familiar with and so Mm -hmm. for many people you you, you just have to like read the bible and remember this was written at a specific time there's always context and you know that people can read the bible and justify anything i mean white people use the bible to justify colonialism and racism they plundered and they stole and they justified it with the bible right so the bible can you can read the bible and yeah about yeah it. that's that's what i think so it's very important that when people think of religion that they also think So yeah. religion yeah religion really impacts the way that so there are many women that are dying in their marriages but they can't leave because they'll tell you my bible is against this so yeah
1: yeah yeah i i definitely i i I agree with you a hundred percent in fact you just brought in very new insights into this thing but i i I don't i don't i don't get why people are so entangled in their religion Mm. and and i get that you have to read the bible or whatever religious book you are reading within context definitely people people justify slavery with the bible they held it chest in fact they believed it with everything they had And, and and slavery was wrong so, you know, why can't you apply that to, you don't necessarily have to apply that, but it should tell you that there's a lot you can take out from the Bible yeah. and there's a lot you can make out of it. I know that a lot of people use the Bible or the uh, Quran or, you know, just religion as a whole to justify a lot of things, including their adverseness to feminism because according to them, they will say, mm-hmm. God made man, you know, he's made <laughs> and so since he made man first he made him the yeah. custodian of every other thing he gave him the ability and the power to name every other thing so well you know they have your arguments yeah, exactly. and you know yeah. we also that's have ours you can
0: just, just read the bible and just pick up something and Yeah. Eat, so, yeah. Well, that just that makes you feel comfortable because that's what the bible really is yeah. people read the parts of the bible that make them feel comfortable
1: so mm-hmm.
0: yeah so so just pick up the feel part comfortable
1: that makes you feel yeah comfortable
0: and then use it <laughs> so that's it
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow! Well, that I, I just love this conversation. I, I wish we could just go on and on and on until you know midnight. And or that's why I enjoy
0: it, and that's why I enjoy your podcast. It's just
1: yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! I love talking to you too. I just I talked about this and I said, "Oh wow, Emmanuel will be the perfect person." To I, I just I just knew it there's Just, I believed in every fiber in me, and that was why I put shoes <laughs> you with it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. How about come on? The show? And I'm really glad that you did. You accepted my yeah, invitation. I, I I'm so are, happy I'm you are I'm here. You
0: invited me, like, um, you know, you don't even know how I'm like, I'm honored to be on your podcast. Like, I'm a huge fan, like I said, so
2: yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> God. Oh. Oh. Uh, don't make me tear up now. Don't make me no, tear up. Don't, don't make free me tear up. Okay. And, um. I really
0: had time. Because that's also what feminism is about. So give men and women room to ex- so so that this expressing emotion thing doesn't become just something that you know women can do and men can do. So that everybody can be free to so feel free to express your
1: emotions. Yeah.
0: I don't. I don't mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you thank you definitely i will definitely express my emotions thank you very much so i think this is the time for you to sing oh, for us okay. what do you oh, say I
0: I- I- whenever people ask me to do this all the song in my head just <cja municipal pessoas> okay let's see um okay since i'm like saying good uh, I-, I guess i sing. if i should stay I would only be mm.
1: your way,
0: so I'll go, but I know I okay. will think of you and your podcast each and every step of the way, oh
1: and I,
2: I will love <laughs> So,
1: yeah. <laughs> wow! I'm so, woo, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. I'm blown away. Uh, thank you oh, so no, much. Was thank was you so. Good. so good. Oh, <laughs> look at your sweet voice. My, I had good time. You. Me too. <laughs> me too. Me too. Thank you so much for honoring this, guys. Guys, mm-hmm. you can chat Emmanuel off. Um, um Emmanuel, what Emmy are your social Instagram. media handles?
0: Um, on Facebook is just Muway. Um, O N W E, then M E E M M Y. So, yeah.
1: Okay. okay okay so thank you guys you can chat emmanuel Up. you know if you want to discuss anything feminism and uh thank you so much Uh, for being on this show we love you emmanuel and thank you everyone for for listening um i'll see you guys in the next two weeks yes yes okay so so till then emmanuel thank you for having us um (laughs) it's an honor it's a pleasure (laughs) i'm excited that you are here so thank you guys um. Do don't forget to share this podcast. Invite your friends. You know, share it with your friends, and don't forget to support this podcast on Anchor or on Patreon or Yushukran I um. I'm really grateful for everything, and thank you for listening. Till I see you again next bye. week, Emmanuel, <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.
2: Everywhere, really, everywhere in the world, and and never mind about sort of you know fem- people having feminism and T-shirts and you know Beyonce's song. It's still, it's still a word that gets a lot of negativity. Right? And I cannot tell you how much of that I get in Nigeria. Um, how constantly I'm told that people want you to shut up and write and stop talking about feminism because you're destroying marriages and you're misleading young girls and you're, you know, that sort of thing. I think what's important is um, to try and get people to engage is to, um, and it's not so much to... Because I don't want to say, (laughs) smile when you don't feel like smiling, because that's what women have been told for too damn long. But it's simply to say, um, uh, make your case. And here's what I mean. We're enraged. We have every right to be enraged. But that person looking at you in your rage doesn't actually know why you're enraged. So make your case. And I like storytelling. I don't like theory, because I don't think people connect with theory. But I like storytelling. And so I'm learning, for example, about this vast epidemic of, of violence against women in this country. We need to tell the stories and to humanize those people. And most of all, we need, I think, feminism in general needs to engage with boys and men. It's, it's, it's not enough to say to women, come gather together and be empowered. We have to say to men, stop raping, stop beating, right? And we have to say, um, it's true. And, and I think we need to, You know, and it's something that we collectively have to talk about. And I don't think we talk about this enough, right? A woman cannot, by, you know, staying home at night and holding her keys in a particular way and wearing tight jeans and all of those things, that's not what's going to stop violence. It's the perpetrators that we'll be focusing on. So I think feminism has to make a lot more room for the engagement with men, of men, about men. Otherwise, we're not getting anywhere. And so so the feminist boys have to
0: get on board.